all want some level of safety and security. Firefighters, construction workers, EMT. They're all there when you need them to help manage life's chaos. In retirement, you want that same level of safety, but who is there for you to make sure your money will last? Brian isn't just there in case of emergency. He's there so you don't have an emergency with your money. A safer retirement doesn't mean a boring retirement, but a prepared one full of the things that inspire you. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker. Welcome to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. I would encourage all of you to check out Brian's website. Some great information there, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. A lot of great information about the company, what they do, and of course, the great team that Brian has assembled to help his clients retire to the best situation they can. And if you have questions like, hey, when can I retire? Do I have enough? Will my money last as long as I do? Will my loved ones be okay if something happens to me? And really, you just want to know, If when you retire, will you and your family be okay? Give the team a call at Decker Retirement Planning. They're here to help. 833-707-3030. We'll give you that number throughout the program. There's no cost for this chat. There's no pressure. There's no obligation. There's no judgment. 833-707-3030. And of course, Decker Retirement, one of the top retirement planning companies in the country, featured in several national publications. Forbes, Kiplinger, The Street, Newsweek, U.S. News and World Report, featured on radio and TV, of course. And they also have... The radio show on Bloomberg Radio, Tuesday night and Saturday night at 6 p.m. If you'd like to check it out again. Uh, Also, Brian has authored his own book, The Decker Approach. And so The Decker Approach, is it about hitting high, soft cuts into the front right pin or low, stinging draws to the back left pin? What's The Decker Approach about? It's about retirement. But you Oh, it's not about your golf game. It's not about your golf game. Okay. (laughs) retirement planning uh the decker approach hey and if you'd like a copy you can always go to the website deckerretirementplanning.com and you can just download right there and have your own copy it's the ebook it's an option it's available for you the decker approach right there on the website deckerretirementplanning.com so brian we're going to talk about a lot of different things we do every week on this program but we're going to spend maybe the first half of this show talking about something that i think people get very confused about and that is, and we, we see the commercials, hey, if you have a life insurance policy that you're not really seeing any need for, we will buy it from you. Well, if they're going to buy it, that means there must be some value in that. So we're going to talk about insurance and what do we need? What do we not need? And I guess when you, you sit down, because at Decker Retirement, they can help you in the Wall Street world, the investment world, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and the like, but they can also help you in the insurance world. That's really important because you don't want all of your money in the bank or all of your money in the insurance world or all of your money in the investment world. It's kind of a blending of the worlds of money. So where does insurance come into this? Oh, we're going to talk about three parts, Mark. We're going to talk about liability insurance. We're going to talk about life insurance to focus on death benefit. And then we're going to focus on long-term care. So we'll hit those three in the first half hour. Uh, On umbrella, an umbrella policy is something that covers you uh, no matter what. You just, uh, any claim, you're paying for uh, no questions asked coverage. And an umbrella policy is for a million dollars market, some of the, in my opinion, it's some of the best money you'll spend because for around $300, you can have an, a million dollar umbrella policy covering you for um, any aspect of claim. There's two that are uh, 
coming up as huge exposures to someone in retirement. One, there's a cottage industry in certain markets where they jump in front of your car, they they careen across your your hood, and they they uh, crumple into a, a a lump beside your car at a at a crosswalk, and all of a sudden they have multiple soft tissue injuries that can't be seen on x-ray and they have a an attorney that is hitting you up for a lifetime of care for uh, the victim that's happening more and more people should be aware and careful you can't see it coming it just happens and so uh for something like that how can you protect yourself from those claims in retirement for three hundred dollars a year you can do that we're not we don't sell it. In fact, the the insurance company that insures your homeowner's insurance bundles that together uh, and offers that policy to you um, for for coverage. So a million dollars typically is enough for higher net worth people. You might want to bump that up. I want to expand a little bit of about this umbrella for people who have rental real estate. In rentals, uh, if there's a winter with ice and snow, uh, instead of careening across your your hood at your, of your car, people accidentally slip on the walkway that you should have been over at your rental properties to shovel and ice and properly uh, care for. So they slip and your carelessness is going to cost you dearly unless you have an umbrella policy. And if you do have the umbrella policy, a peace of mind that you're protected from these types of claims. Uh, insurance company buildings, those beautiful buildings that uh, are so prevalent in the skyline of most major cities, weren't built on paying claims. They were built on denying claims. The umbrella claim won't be denied, can't be denied, uh, and is there for you in case uh, claims of liability come in. Now, some say, wait, Mark, I already have my uh, liability coverage through my insurance. Well, that can be denied, and that many times is denied. I know that there's more stories that I could tell you about um, when you're with company X and you run into someone with company X and you're wanting to pay or have your claims paid by the same company that insures you and they fight you. <laughs> they fight you on paying your claim. So the umbrella policy is something that we highly recommend for clients to get. We don't sell it. We just recommend it. One, one last thing on the topic of umbrella policies is there's good, better, best when you have uh, when you have rental real estate, we strongly recommend that you have um, those in an LLC to cut down on liability exposure. If you have three different uh, multifamily properties, rental real estate properties, ideally, there's good, better, best. Best is to have three different LLCs and three different umbrella policies for each to preserve the veil, uh, the integrity of the protection that you want to have from them coming after you personally and your estate. So, Mark, that's all I've got to say on the umbrella policy. You ready for the life topic? Um, you know what I would like to do is give them your number if they have questions about any of that and they want to learn more, Brian. It's sure. 833-707-3030. No cost for this chat. 
833-707-3030. So yes, let's start on life insurance because I think that's the one we see commercials. Hey, if you don't need your life insurance policy anymore, we'll buy it. Now, I think people get confused. Well, my kids are adults. They're doing fine. Um, I'm going to leave them the IRA. Well, congratulations. You left them a tax headache, migraine, if you will. Life insurance, there's a lot of rules rules and, and roles for it to play, I guess. I'm looking forward to hearing your reasoning behind the pros and cons, I suppose, of life insurance. Okay, good. So this is about death benefit. Um, there's other life insurance that uh, has other purposes that we'll mention briefly, but focus here is on life insurance for death benefit. We strongly recommend that people have and keep and maintain life insurance to see them through into retirement. Once they're in retirement, we ask the questions, what if um, Mr. Brown were to, to pass away today? Mrs. Brown, how would you uh, be able to survive? And we talk through the financial loss, not the emotional loss, the devastating emotional losses is, is there, but the financial loss of one spouse passing away. And we talk them through that. We want to expose um, what the loss would actually be. And uh, so we, we look at death benefit uh, that way. So we try to get them to retirement, maintaining the the benefits that they have with their compensation package, with their company, which typically includes life insurance. If they have it, keep it. If they don't, many times, Mark, they don't need it once they retire. But that's point number one to get them into retirement. Point number two is to protect the exposure that's there if one spouse is carrying a very large pension or income that dies with them. So for example, if Mr. Brown has married Mrs. Brown uh, and has and she has a $100,000 a year pension that dies with her, Mr. Brown is vulnerable and we would want to have a um, life insurance policy on Mrs. Brown to protect the exposure that Mr. Brown has in that case. So we look at the potential for loss of income so that we can supplement that income with life insurance. So that's number two. Number three, the third reason to have life insurance for death benefit is what you mentioned, Mark, how to pass assets tax-free to the next generation. Several times we'll have clients that have um, more income than they can possibly spend. And so we create a legacy account of money that's not dependent on producing income for them for the rest of their life, but can easily be passed on tax-free. If they want a principal guaranteed way to pass assets tax-free, um, there's the benefit that comes from using whole life policy to pass assets on um, uh, on an estate to stated beneficiaries. It doesn't go through the will or the trust. It passes directly tax-free. And then uh, another way, there's others, but the last one that we'll mention for life insurance, uh, well, there's two more. Um, the other one that we strongly recommend is that when there's exposure to estate taxes, that an islet, an irrevocable life insurance trust is set up. 
Now, if someone places a million dollar policy inside an estate to pay for estate taxes, they've just exacerbated the problem because now instead of a $5 million estate that needs to be um, probated and pay estate taxes, now they're looking at an extra million. Now it's a six million. They've exacerbated the problem. So here's where a strategy you hold life insurance outside of the estate um, it's named beneficiaries are the usually the children and using gifting and the crummy provision uh, funds are taken from the estate and uh, paid to the children and the children pay uh, the uh, the premiums for the policy held outside of the estate. So when mom and dad pass away, the life insurance is there held outside of the estate, not part of the sum which is part of the uh, calculation for the estate tax. And then those funds are there tax-free, available in cash to pay what is a bill that's due in nine months in cash uh, for the state or the federal estate tax bill that's that would then be due. So in the Biden uh, tax laws, he's talked about, we haven't seen it, but uh, he's talked about lowering the estate taxes on the federal level. We haven't seen anything yet, but that's just in discussion. So all of, uh, and there's one more thing, as I mentioned, for life insurance. Some life insurance is used not for the death benefit, but for the tax-free income through Index Universal Life. That's a whole nother topic, Mark, that we'll talk about another time. We've already covered that, I think, in a another radio show, but uh, that's a that's a 25-minute conversation that we'll have another time. Yeah, and if you'd like to learn more about any of this, do you have the right umbrella policy? Do you even have an umbrella policy? Do you have the right life insurance policies for you and your family? Do you, do you have everything set up the right way for you? Do you need it? There's a lot of questions here, and that's what the team at Decker Retirement Planning can certainly help you with is walk you through this area. 833-707-3030. There's no cost for this chat. And again... There's, there's the right tools in your toolbox and there's the wrong tools in your toolbox, but your neighbor may have that and it's not right for you. Or you may have one, but it's not right for them. Everybody's situation is different. So when Brian and the team sit down with you, they're going to ask you about your hopes and dreams for retirement. Where are you here? What if this happens? What if that happens? Are you still going to be okay? This is the opportunity for you to find out more. Reach out to Brian and the team. They're here to help. They don't know if they can help till they hear your situation. 833-707-3030. 30, 833-707-3030. So we're going to stay in the insurance world uh, when we come back. Then we're going to get into some other questions as we move along in today's program. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. Back right after this. Confused on when to take Social Security? Give Brian J. Decker a call at 833-707-3030. expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination, you'll get through retirement confidently. Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning has been helping families retire for more than 35 years. He can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Set up your visit with Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning to start working on your retirement plan. 833 70 
407-307-3030. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 833-707-3030. Firm offers insurance services. Decker Retirement Planning, Inc. is a registered investment advisor in the state of Utah. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. You can always find out more on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Dot com. There's a lot of information you can pick up on the website as well. And of course, even get the ebook uh, of Brian's book, The Decker Approach. You can get a free paperback or a physical copy at DeckerRetirementPlanning.com as well. You can do the ebook, just download it right there. Uh, there's a lot of cool things you can do on the website. Check it out. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. And of course, Brian has over 35 years of experience of asset management, has uh, been operating under the fiduciary standard in the investment world since 1995. And we're actually going to touch on that uh, towards the end of the program today. So I'll just let you hang on to hear Brian's take on fiduciary. That was a big deal during Obama's time that never went through, but it's okay because Brian already operates under the fiduciary standard. We're going to talk about it more uh, coming up later in the program. We're talking about life insurance right now and umbrella insurance and the three types of insurance that you probably maybe you do need, maybe you don't need in retirement. And you you recommend umbrella insurance for a lot of scenarios. You talked about life insurance. And, you know, life insurance today seems to me is different than, say, my grandparents back in the 70s and 80s. Life insurance is different because it's always been about the death benefit. And life insurance is still about the death benefit. But now there's what they call living benefits. How does that play into this whole thing? Living benefits are viaticals where you can buy someone else's insurance policy uh, and pay uh, cents on the dollar for a death benefit. There's a secondary market for that. Viaticals, is that what you mean? (laughs) No, I'm talking about that you can actually, and we'll probably get into it a little bit with long-term care, uh, but where it used to be the money we had in a life insurance policy was only for our beneficiaries. It was not for us living. But now there's areas of the life insurance world you can actually use while you're living. One of them we use on a regular basis in our planning mark, and that's the index universal life where the death benefit is totally secondary and the tax-free income is the primary focus of that, uh, that investment. And right now, the 10-year, 7 to 10-year AAA municipal bond is yielding right now tax-free around one and a quarter, one and a half. These are averaging over 6% tax-free. But you've got to know the right way to put that together. Right. You need some expert opinion or advice, if you will, because it's not right for everybody. But it is interesting how I think not being in the financial world, having the opportunity to talk with you every week on this program. And I'm 61, so you'd think I'd know this stuff, but I've never, I was always in the sports world. I was never in the financial world. So I'm still not in the financial world. I'm gaining knowledge by listening to Brian all the time. But the life insurance world, the insurance world seems to be a little bit more forward thinking for the challenges of retirees today than say the investment world, where we're going to put all our money at risk. We need growth, but yeah, we're putting our money at risk with no real safety on the side. And that's kind of the insurance world. So final question before we move into the third type of insurance for retirement. 
And that is, how do we know? Because you said it's not right for everybody. Not everybody needs this. How do we know if we do need, say, an umbrella insurance policy or life insurance policy? How do we know if we need it or we don't need it? Good question. So umbrella policy, if you have liability exposure, then you should have an umbrella policy. Mark, do you know of anyone who doesn't have liability exposure? Not your scenario of somebody flopping in front of my car and then trying to hit me <laughs> up with some money. Yeah. Right. And then very heightened ex exposure is anyone owning rental real estate. So uh, they sh definitely should have uh, the umbrella policy so that they have that question or fear or uncertainty or anxiety of liability exposure, it, it just can be eliminated. Okay. How do we know if we need life insurance or not? On life insurance, they need to have the math-based discussion of what happens factually to uh, incomes and estates if a spouse is deceased. If uh, one spouse predeceases the other, you walk through and role play how that effect is is there. And then the retirees look at each other and make a decision on whether or not they want to continue a term life policy that is going to expire in a couple years anyhow, which we recommend that they just, if they have it, keep it. If they don't, they don't need it. Many times someone, their life insurance benefits uh, stopped when they retired from the company because it was part of their compensation package. And one of their questions is, do we need life insurance? And we say, well, let's see. We talk them through those questions and to see what their level of comfort is uh, based on how much income is lost at the death of a spouse. So here's what I like what Brian says. He will, him and his team will give you the options. Here's the scenario. Do you think you need it or not? It's still at the end of the day, you're the CEO at your retirement. But Brian and the team at Decker Retirement are really your CFO, your chief financial officer, to help walk you through all of these things, help you make the right decision for your family. 833-707-3030 if you'd like to get started finding out more about your specific situation. 833-707-3030. Now, the third area of insurance you wanted to touch on in the first half of this program was LTC. That means long-term care. And I would imagine that a lot of people don't really like talking about this, but we know the numbers are out there. 70, 72% of us will need some form of long-term care. So your buddy that's the marketing manager, Clayton Bradshaw at that Decker Retirement, I feel bad for you two because two out of three need long-term care. That means you and Clayton will need it. I don't. I'm going to be good. <laughs> We're going to talk about, let's talk about that statistic right up front. I, we're licensed to sell long-term care, and most of the time we don't because that statistic right there, Mark, you nailed it, is very deceptive. So statistically, they trot out and say that 70% of Americans will spend time in a long-term care facility. If you look up the U.S. Census, do you know what that number is? I do not. 14%. That's so not 70%. But I think why, the numbers are saying that you'll need some form, whether it's in-home doesn't mean you're going to a nursing home. It just means that you you know you may not be able to mow the yard anymore. You want to buy, might want to pay somebody to come mow your yard, take care of your house, or something. The reason that number is so high is because they count even one day in hospice as part of being in a facility, a long-term care facility. Now, hospice many times comes to your house. You're not in a facility at all. So that number is escalated deceptively, in my opinion 
uh, when most people will not spend time in a facility. So the definition of long-term care risk is the risk that one spouse bankrupts another spouse because of um, health care expenses. So if you're a single person, by that definition, do you have any long-term care risk? No, not really. If you're a widow? You might have, but not really. If you're by yourself, I guess yeah, it's whether you want to leave money behind and you could get everything wiped out if you actually had a long-term care event, I suppose. Ah, this is interesting. So what's interesting is there are some of the children, the beneficiaries of an estate that have sued the financial planner or anyone managing their parents' estate because they didn't put in long-term care to their uh, widowed spouse because that was their money, Mark. That was their money that went to pay for those uh, the facility at $10,000 a month. That's too bad. It's super expensive, like that. that's for sure. Yeah. If you need so, it. Uh, we want to make sure that the clients, that we show them what options that they have, but we want to make sure that they're getting the right numbers, that it's not 70%, it's 14%, according to uh, the U.S. Census. So then we go in and describe a worst-case scenario. So we hope for the best and plan for the worst. We The worst is a healthy body with Alzheimer's or a diagnosis of dementia. That's the worst case scenario because the first third of that journey is where, uh, and I always use the man, throw the man under the bus. So John, let's say John uh, is gonna be taken care of by Jane and Jane, the first third of that journey is all on her. There's no physical cost, but there's a huge emotional cost. Uh, that's the first third of the journey Jane is taking care of John. The second third of this journey is in-home care. Now, John takes more care than what Jane can provide. And so she brings in in-home care. It starts around $2,500 a month and goes up from there as more services needed. The third third of this journey is now when John is dressing up coat and tie, wandering out in the streets, getting lost and endangering himself um, because of advanced dementia or Alzheimer's. So now John goes into a facility, it's seven to 10,000 a month. And typically that lasts a couple years for this last third of the journey. So let's say 10,000 a month times 24, rounded up $250,000. So we ask them, can they self-finance that? And most clients can self-finance that in their risk accounts with the growth of that account and or they can also finance it with the equity that's in their paid off homes. Now we view the home as sacred, so we use that as a last resort, but the question is asked, can they fund a worst case scenario of 250, approximately 250,000? And if they say, yes, that's not a big deal, then we talk about the other options, but that's the discussion we have of self-financing that risk. So we're going to continue this topic because Brian just gave us one scenario, but he's got three more scenarios to think about and options that you may have in this long-term care world. And boy, one of the big reasons that that retirees have to file for bankruptcy are medical costs and healthcare costs and long-term care costs. Remember, Medicare does not cover long-term care. If you're going to get better, typically Medicare will cover it. If you're not going to get better, 
you're out of luck. You better have a plan. So if you'd like to learn more about this, 833-707-3030 is the number. No cost for this chat. Team's here to help. Just not sure if they can help you until they hear your situation, but they'd love to help. 833-707-3030. We're going to continue talking long-term care. There's three more options that Brian wants to get to. We've only gotten through one. We've got three more to get to, so stay with us. We're back with more of Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning in one minute. If you're unsure of what your future in retirement looks like, give Brian a call at 833-707-3030. Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. Uh, Glad you're with us today. You can also listen to the program on Bloomberg Radio Tuesday nights at 6, Saturdays at 6 as well. Uh, you want to find out more about the team, I always encourage you to go to the website. A lot of great information there. You can get the, you know, you can download Brian's book, The Decker Approach. So an e-book, it's free to you. Uh, you can do a lot of different things on the website. You can set up an appointment if you'd like to. Uh, the, the web address is DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Questions, concerns, always give them a call. They're here to help, 833-707-3030. We're talking about some, in this first half of the program, we've been talking about insurance. And long-term care insurance, Brian's going to go through four options that you need to think about. Well, the first option that you just discussed when it comes to long-term care is, can you self-insure if you or your spouse needs long-term care down the road? And if you can self-insure, then that's certainly an option. But you've got other options for us. Where are you going next? Second one is by far the most popular market. It's called traditional long-term care. And in traditional long-term care, you pay usually around three or $400 a month for a benefit of 300000 And that cost is low um, up until your late 60s, early 70s, when you get the quote-unquote, the letter. Now, any listener who's gotten the letter knows what I speak of. In your late 60s, early 70s, you get the letter informing you from the state of Utah insurance commissioner that your long-term care policy has, the premiums have just gone up by 60%, which is the maximum available, because now you've entered this area of risk. Now, what we don't like about all of this is the deception between the label of the premium that is being paid by traditional long-term care. They call it guaranteed level premium. Now, Mark, if you're paying a guaranteed level premium, do you think that a guaranteed level premium could ever possibly go higher? No, it's guaranteed. Right. And so sometimes when they, when clients, uh, when we tell them about this, they insist that their policy is guaranteed level and we have to get a conference call going and for them to hear it from their own company that yes, in your late sixties, early seventies, the risk of payout goes up. And so your premium goes up. So it's guaranteed for a certain amount of time and then we're going to adjust it. Right. Yes. Uh, and the adjustment is stark on purpose. And I apologize that I, I, we're, we're being so blunt here, but uh, the insurance company, I think, is hoping that you do one of three things. One, that you cancel altogether because uh, then the insurance company wins. They get to keep all the premiums that have been paid and for zero ongoing risk. The second is to cut the, the benefit in half to keep the premium where it should be. Now the insurance company wins uh, again because now they're getting paid uh, the same for half the risk. 
The third is a few people do hang on when they see what's happening um, because they paid in X amount and they feel like they're going to get the benefit from traditional long-term care policy. But we try to make sure that clients know that this letter is coming and that guaranteed level premiums don't mean guaranteed level at all. Uh, the other thing that's covered when it when we talk about traditional long-term care is that if you get hit by a bus, Mark, guess how much you get to collect from your traditional long-term care policy? All that I it need because I've got my ru- policy. It rhymes with zero oh. <laughs> because you, you got hit by a bus. You'd never checked into a long-term care facility. So we want to remind people that if they don't go into a facility, they don't collect a benefit. So if they have a heart attack and die, die in a car accident, uh, or die by getting hit by an errant cross-fairway drive at a local links course, any of those things would disqualify you from getting uh, any benefit from your traditional long-term care. Now, I would imagine when you're helping people with this traditional long-term care, some of the older policies are actually pretty good. But the new ones, I mean, I think people are, we've all been paying car insurance and, and home insurance, and we we understand that more than likely we're not going to get anything out of that, but we need to sec- you know secure our property, I say, I guess you will. But this, I don't think people really like paying for something that if they don't use it, they lose it. Right. Um, there's no guarantees that you're going to use it. And so here's where the second benefit comes in. And it's a perfect lead in, Mark. One is that, so we've talked about two so far, traditional long-term care and self-funding that risk. The third risk, the third way that this risk is minimized through insurance is where a life insurance guy gets a hold of you and says, Mark, what you really need is you need to have a whole life policy for $300,000 death benefit and a long-term care rider attached. Now you get the money either way. And it sounds really good. On paper, it sounds like the solution until you find out that it's $1,000 a month in your early 60s and uh, that's for life. $1,000 a month per person for life. And when you do the math on 300,000, 300 months, your odds of the casino winning again is very high. So we do the math, we grab the calculator to make sure that we are making the recommendation that's right for the client. But for a lot of people, $1,000 a month, um, when you add it into everything else in their budget, uh, for long-term care may not pencil out. So okay. So the final option, you've got one more for me, I think. Yeah. I saved the best for last. Um, this is called a safe Harbor trust. A safe Harbor trust is where you, um, let's say Mark, you and your wife, Joan are high anxiety over the 70%, uh, chance that you're going to need long-term care. So you call your brother, Mark, no, you call your Mark, you call your brother Bill and your brother Bill, you say, I'm just sure that one of us is going to go into a long-term care facility. So we have created a safe Harbor trust. We're going to move all our assets into the safe Harbor trust and we'll put you as um, the owner of that safe Harbor trust. So that estate will uh, not be in your name. It will be in Bill's name. And that way, when uh, one of you go through the the horrendous experience of Alzheimer's or whatever takes you into a facility, why taxpayers pay for it through Medicaid. And uh, then when that first spouse passes away, you can recall 
the estate and voila, you've, you've dodged all the expenses of the, um, that were dished out by long-term care. And the, the estate is intact for the surviving spouse. That's the logic behind it. The IRS has caught on to this and they say that if you're, diag- if you're diagnosed within five years of creating uh, a safe harbor trust, they have a clawback provision that brings all those assets back and you pay for those expenses, not the taxpayer. But the biggest one that cracks me up, this is a very real risk. So you give Bill all your assets and guess what happens? Six months later, Bill, your brother calls you from Cabo and says, yeah, hey, he's bro, having a great vacation. <laughs> yeah. Hey bro, I, I really appreciate you naming me as the owner of your estate. I've decided to keep it and legally he can. So you're saying trust better be a factor. Yeah, trust in your <laughs> safe harbor trust yeah, might not go very far. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to, you know, you think about the go-go years of retirement, right? The bucket list items and all of that. Well, you get into the slower phase. You can still go, maybe just don't want to as much. And now you're going to the doctor and then you get into the, the no-go phase. And boy, I mean, God forbid you have Alzheimer's dementia. My stepmom's mother lasted 22 years without knowing anybody. Her body was phenomenal. And that took a lot of money, obviously, to keep her in a facility that long. And it was one of the more heart-wrenching things to watch my stepmom deal with her mom, not even knowing who she was, but going to visit her and all of that. This is a really important part of retirement planning. And holy cow, that's the name of the company, Decker Retirement Planning. All of this, income planning, investment strategies, tax-efficient strategies, health care, long-term care, legacy, estate planning. What about Social Security? It's in the income part. What about Medicare? It's in the um, healthcare part, right? There's just a lot of moving parts you need to think about when it comes to retirement. That's why Brian started his company, Decker Retirement Planning, to help you. And he even talked about umbrella insurance. Says, yeah, we don't make anything on that, but I think it's wise if people have that. So it's about you. And we're going to get into the fiduciary standard and all of that in our final segment and why Brian does some of the things he does. It's not really giving him any monetary benefit, but he's doing it because it's the right thing to do for his clients. So if you'd like to sit down with Brian and the team, you can certainly do so. You can give him a call, 833-707-3030, maybe a 15-minute chat, just to kind of go, here's some of my concerns. Do you think you can help me a little bit? And then if that's the case, maybe you come in, maybe you do a Zoom meeting, whatever you know you feel comfortable with doing, but it's time to get started. And it's not a week before you retire or a month after you retire. It's probably 10 years before you retire. It'd be great. That gives the team a lot more time to put things into place for you and your situation. But the sooner you get started, the better. 833-707-3030 is the number. 833-707-3030. So then let's, let's take the final three or four minutes of this segment anyway and get to another topic that I'm not sure a lot of people think about and that is liquidity and why it matters. And we think about, you know, when you have a surprise, ooh, the, you know, the roof needs to be fixed. Well, there's deductibles. In all these insurance world things, there's deductibles. You had a little fender bender. Well, there's a deductible. You got to have the cash to pay for those things. What about liquidity? And is that an overlooked part since most people have money in IRAs and 401ks? That's not liquid. So, I mean, it is liquid. We can pull it out. We just got to pay taxes on it. So how does liquidity factor into this retirement plan? Objectively, every retirement plan has to have liquidity as part of it. Subjectively is how much. So two extremes. If your estate is all liquid, uh, 
that's great for liquidity, horrible for returns. If none of your estate is liquid, that's great for returns, horrible for emergencies. So we want to make sure that clients have the liquidity that they want. And typically uh, what we look for is around 25 to 30 plus percent of their estate being completely liquid, next day liquid in case there's an emergency, number one. And number two, that we have some dedicated funds set aside for emergencies, usually four to six months of expenses are set aside in an account called emergency cash. Emergency cash right now, there's three different uh, rates of return that we get for uh, that money. One is your commercial bank account that pays 0.00 something. Uh, credit unions pay 0.1 right now. Uh, and we use eight different e-banks uh, that are paying FDIC banks that are paying about 0.5%. The third option is we put together uh, a laddered, staggered ETF portfolio of mortgage-backed government uh, corporate bonds, short, intermediate, and long, that are paying 2% that's also completely liquid. It's not FDIC insured, but we put that together for clients to mix in to get a good return on short-term, completely liquid money. You know, you think about liquid money, and a lot of people talk about their cash stash, their emergency funds. Something happens, right? Car furnace, whatever. Uh, we need some money that's liquid we can get to right now. And you think of our, your checking and savings accounts, so you can get right to, but do you have that kind of money in there? And that 25 to 30% Brian was talking about, that the emergency fund, a lot of people learned last year during the pandemic about, ooh, they had to dig into their emergency fund a little bit. Maybe this year you're trying to build it back up because you needed it. It was super important. But think about the pressure that eases in the stress level world of having that money there if it's needed. And there are some people that, you know, if they had 20000 in there, they're great. Others that need hundred or 200000 in that area. So everybody's a little bit different in all these, these areas that we're talking about. So, again, if you'd like to learn more about all of this, is do I have enough money that's liquid right now? Do I need more? Do I have too much? How do I go about, you know, deciding what goes where and how much goes where? Call Brian and the team at Decker Retirement. 833-707-3030 is the number. Again, there's no cost. There's no pressure. There's no obligation for this conversation. 833-707-3030. And then I guess you've got to have the liquid funds in case you have to say, honey, I'm going to drive 840 miles because I'm going to go play Pebble Beach. you got to have that liquid to get off the hook, right? I think that's a great example of emergency cash, Pebble Beach and Spyglass. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement. We're going to come back, and it's our final segment. We're going to talk about a lot of things, including the fiduciary standard. What does that mean? Should I even care? Well, we're going to touch on a lot of topics in our final segment. So stay with us. More Safer Retirement Radio with Brian right after this. Are you afraid you'll run out of money in retirement? Give Brian Decker a call at 833-707-3030. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything, and the same can be true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon, and you could leave a lot of money on the table. 
Make them too late, and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Brian J. Decker and his team at Decker Retirement Planning understand Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call Brian at 833-707-3030 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Brian J. Decker at Decker Retirement Planning today, 833-707-3030. Firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Decker Retirement Planning, Inc. is a registered investment advisor in the state of Utah. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. You can always check out Brian's website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, if you'd like a copy of his book, The Decker Approach. Uh, and it's, you can do it, just download the ebook if you want to. It's free. Or you can even ask for the free paperback physical copy at DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. You can sign up for the newsletter. There's a lot of things you can do on the website. But I always uh, really suggest just checking it out. You want to, you've listened to Brian on the radio. Now you want to learn a little bit more about the company. Go to the website. A lot of great information there, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Dot com. Now, we've been talking about a lot of different things today. You even talked about umbrella insurance and saying that how important it can be for folks to have this, especially if they have liability concerns uh, down the road. And you said, look, we don't make anything off that. It's just something we think makes sense for people. So that leads me to the fiduciary standard. The fiduciary standard, and what would, I'm going to throw out a number and tell me if I'm kind of in the ballpark. I'm going to say 25% of financial advisors in the country operate under the fiduciary standard. Ballpark? Uh, No, it's closer to 5%. 5%. 5% of advisors in the United States right now are true fiduciaries. We'll talk about that definition. Okay. So give me the true definition of a true financial fiduciary. A fiduciary is defined as someone who is required by federal law to put the client's best interest before their company's best interest. And there's three ways to know that you're dealing with a fiduciary because many advisors out there will tell their clients that they are fiduciaries when they're actually not. Uh, Number one, they need to be Series 65 licensed, not Series 7. A Series 65 advisor means that they cannot hide commissions in securities. Everything is above board and everything is uh, fully disclosed when it comes to fees on the security side. Number two, and I'm going to go back and give you examples of the most egregious, horrible, non-disclosed huge commissions out there that a fiduciary could never do that is common among the non-fiduciary advisors. I'll come back to that. But that's the first thing. Not a Series 7, but a Series 65 securities license is number one uh, way to know that your, your advisor is a fiduciary. Number two is that the company is an RIA, a registered investment advisory company. That is the structure of their operation. Number three, they have to, and this is common sense, they have to be uh, completely arm's length 
and independent to offer their own selection of investment products that are out there. We have no one telling us that we are uh, that that we are told that we're limited on the kinds of investment products that are out there. So we're fully able to uh, use any and all the products that are out there. No one limits us. Okay. So Series 65, Registered Investment Advisor and Independent. And if you think about the fiduciary standard like this, Brian is basically ethically, morally, and legally obligated to do what is in his client's best interest ahead of his own interest or Decker retirement, their interest as well. It's about you, the client. So give me some examples of the egregious things that have happened that you're aware of. Okay, I'm literally putting my my hands on my head right now when I think about this because we see this all the time. So can, imagine a, um, a non-disclosure of a variable annuity where the, the broker or advisor makes around uh, seven, 8% commissions that come out of your principal right up front. He gets paid every year you own it. The insurance company gets paid every year you own it. And the mutual fund companies that invest your money get paid every year you own it. Three layers of fees that usually add up to 5 to 7% per year before you make a dime. We don't like them. We don't use them. And it's very frustrating to see clients that come to us that already have these and they were never told. There was never disclosure. They had no idea that they got fleeced with these um, variable annuities. We don't like them. We don't use them. We, we warn people to stay away from variable annuities. So that's number one. Okay. N- number two are non-traded REITs. This is superlative intended, the highest commission products available. These have no market price for three to five years. So you had no idea that 12 plus percent of your uh, money, of your principal, was just doled out to the advisor, not no disclosure, uh, in fees and commissions. Um, we don't like non-traded REITs uh, because they're not liquid for three to five years. And real estate investment trusts, like most other investment products, cycle. Uh, the average REIT in, in 2008 was down 70%. So yes, real estate does go down and cycle like the rest of the economy and the rest of the sectors in, inside the economy. The worst one as far as deception in my book is C-share mutual funds. C is in Charlie. C-share mutual funds is where you tell specifically, you tell the banker or broker or advisor that you don't want any upfront charges on your mutual funds and you don't want any back-end fees on your mutual funds. And he or she says, okay, and they put you in C as in Charlie, C share mutual funds. Well, what's happened? Your fees just got doubled and no one ever told you. C share mutual funds attach a 12B1 fee of 1%, doubling the fees on your mutual funds, and you are never told. Now, if you look in your statement that comes out at the end of each month, it will tell you the series of funds that you own. I shares fine. A shares, class A shares are fine. C is in Charlie, not fine. That is where without telling you the banker, broker, or your advisor has just doubled your fees and you never knew it. You know, Roger Ibbotson, one of the financial gurus of the country, I guess you could say. And 
Rogers said in his research, 44% of mutual fund fees are legally hidden. So when somebody works with you and your team, Brian, at Decker Retirement, you're transparent. That's one of the things I really like. You're transparent about everything, how much you're going to get paid, how it works, how you're going to help them, so forth and so on. It's But you've got to be transparent, and they're not going to get that you know, statement in the mail saying, wait a minute, I didn't know I was getting charged that. You're going to be upfront with everybody, right? Right, right. And um, Mark, some someone that is telling you that they are uh, Series 65 and Series 7 licensed, you're not going to know when they've got their uh, fiduciary cap on or uh, their Series 7 hide the commission hat on. You, you just don't know. So we strongly recommend that your most important decision in retirement is choosing the type of advisor you want to go with. Someone that has regular audits from FINRA or the SEC to make sure that the suitability process is being embraced at the fiduciary level or someone that is not uh, someone that is encouraged and incented to charge as much commission as he or she can to uh, make their their mark in the, in the firm. 833-707-3030. If you'd like to chat about any of the things we've talked about today, Brian covers a lot every week on the program. 833-707-3030. Like a copy of his book, you can get a free ebook on the website. You can even ask for the uh, paperback copy as well. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. We've just got a couple minutes left. I thought because we kind of, that was some heavy stuff you're throwing at us. I think retirement should be fun. So what I want to know is what kind of games, if I come over to the Decker household, maybe your wife won't approve of some of the games, but what kind of games you got going? <laughs> Mark, this is, uh, so a retirement should be a, a time when your golden years where you can relax and have fun, have the grandkids over. We are uh, just adding some games to our house like uh, cornhole and pickleball and a uh, pool, pool table and ping pong and uh, virtual golf. And those are fun. I mean, adults and grandkids. Oh, and we've got a, a pit where the kids can slide down a slide, you know, those circular slides and right. land in a pit uh, for the grandkiddos. And they can bounce off a mini tramp and, and dive into the pit. We, we love to play. We work hard, play hard. And those are fun games for the kids and grandkids. We try to have our house be a house where when people come to that, they, they have a great time. Yeah. And they don't want to leave. They just want to keep playing. I, you know, I think that's part of the challenge for a lot of people, especially if you were one of those nervous folks really in the saver category. And you're like, Oh, we can't go on that trip, Brian. And you're going, hey, it's math over emotion here. Math says you can go. Sometimes it's about fun. It's not all X's and O's, if you will. Some of it's about planning for some fun, isn't it? I agree. I agree. The people who have a big smile on their face in retirement, you can see in their countenance that they're really enjoying it. And that's the biggest reward we as advisors have when they come back for their reviews. All right. So again, let me give you the numbers. If you'd like to sit down with Brian and the team or just have a, a quick phone call, you can certainly do that. 833-707-3030. We talked about insurance, the insurance world, umbrella, um, life, long-term care. We talked about the fiduciary standard. We talked about a lot of different moving parts in the world of retirement. And if you're like, well, I think I'm going to be okay, but you don't have a written plan, then how do you know? 
you have tools, right? 401ks, IRAs might have some real estate, could have some life insurance, might have an annuity. Um, you got stocks, bonds, mutual funds. You got stuff. But how does that equate to you and your happiness in retirement? This is why you make the call. Let's find out where you are, get a plan in place, written plan, and now you're good to go. Doesn't mean there's not going to be challenges because there's always challenges, it seems. 833-707-3030. Again, there's no cost for this chat. 833-707-3030. Brian, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Have a great week. We'll be back at it again next week on Safer Retirement Radio. Decker Retirement Planning offers insurance services. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Decker Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Decker Retirement Planning. This radio show is a paid placement.